Welcome to The Interview, a Brownwood Area business podcast. Each month, we will interview local business owners and representatives, share stories of success and survival in the current business climate. This month's podcast is dedicated to Small Business Week. Did you know over 90% of established businesses in the Brownwood area are small businesses? We begin our podcast with a quick interview with Scott Finkelstein with Action Coach, followed by an interview with Stephanie Goodwin-Klein with The Glamour Shop in downtown Brownwood. The last interview is with Todd Kirk with The Brownwood Funeral Home. All speak about small business owners, the experience, and how to preserve a family legacy in business. I'm Candace Harris, and I'm your host. Let's get started. So I'm sitting here with Scott Finkelstein, and he's with Action Coach. We've had you come in a couple of times, about five times now, right? Five, yeah. We got another one next month. Yeah. Uh, you've been giving great information to Thank people you. or our businesses about how to, you know, use our branding, how to use marketing. Today we talked about marketing and we sales. Did. Um, and so today we're going to, I'm going to ask you a few questions about small businesses. Um, I'm aware that you have worked with several small businesses throughout your career. Um, and so my first question is, um, and this kind of leads up to small business week that's coming up in May. Okay. What is something that you know to be true about a successful small business owner? That's a great question. Um, it's a few things. One, they have a plan and they wrote it down mm-hmm. and they look at it on a regular basis and they've set up not just a plan, but the goals within that plan. And what are the activities that I need to do every day or week? And they they track that those activities. It's as they say in business, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. So the the successful business owners know their numbers and how it relates to their goals in their plan to where they want to get to. Excellent. Uh, And so today we did talk about sales and marketing. Can you describe a moment um, during your time in this role um, where a small business reached their goals in sales and marketing? Um, And maybe a, a little bit of how that made you feel as their coach. Sure. It makes me feel great when my clients are successful. And, and even a lot of the, the amazing people who come in here don't become my client, but they're here to learn. And that's why we do what we do. And one of the examples I gave today was my client, Travis, who's a realtor. And he's, so he's, he's a business owner, but he he's, works for someone, but it's really they're all their own business. And last year, he was at, when he came to me, he was absolutely struggling. And in the last 12 months, we've grown him to a six-figure business and it's changed his life. And not only do we, it's not even about the money, it's he now plays golf every week, at least once a week. And he's doing golf trips every, you know, on the weekends with his friends. He can live his life and he's growing the business in a manner that allows him to have more time in his life too. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's a big thing for small business owners. And you talk about this in several of your um, presentations that you've given here about that lifestyle, uh, creating um, space for you to still have your life and um, have a successful business. So this is just for you personally as a business owner yourself. Mm -hmm. 
What is a motto that you adhere to every day? Embrace failure. Mm. And it's something I've always taught my kids. And I, as I've run sales teams and organizations before becoming a business owner two years ago, it means set your goals so high that and share them with the world, of course, that people kind of laugh at you and say, yeah, whatever. And then go figure out how to make it happen. Yeah. You know, because even if you don't hit them completely, you're going to outperform and have amazing growth and success that you're going to be real happy when you look back. Yeah. And sometimes you find different avenues for success that you didn't realize in the beginning. Absolutely. If you're willing to try. You got to think. It makes you think. It makes you start thinking out of the box. Yeah. So what has been a highlight for your career with Action Coach? Wow. So many. Um, It's just helping great people. Like, especially, you know, I joined, I, I bought my Action Coach franchise about two years ago. And then we, six months in, we had a pandemic. Mm-hmm. In helping so many businesses stay in business uh, and and survive, and now looking at that, our clients through 2020 grew anywhere from 30 to 200 percent. So they didn't just survive; they thrived. Wow. And during a time which meant they were able to continue to pay their team members to hire more team members and support the local community. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, that is here at the chamber. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, every day we come to work with the mindset to make sure that our businesses stay in business, that they're thriving and they have the tools they need to do so. So we appreciate you being able to come and help with that. My pleasure. That's why I do it. So what has been, you know, the two cents? What's been the best piece of advice um, or information you've received in your own career from someone else? Ah, I've had amazing mentors and coaches. So, huh, let me think for a second. (laughs) It was my first mentor, Tony, when I worked in investment banking. And it's funny, they did an article on one of the trade magazines. And it was a magazine. This was in 93, so a while ago. And he called him Mr. Relationship. Mm. And he just taught me relationships and how to understand and I was always in sales and investment banking on the sales side. How does our product help them? We need to figure out how to understand their needs, not their wants. That's the biggest piece of that advice. Everyone wants something, but they're going to buy your product and service because they, they have a need to fill. Yeah. And you got to figure that out and show them if you can fill that need, you can. And also, if you can't, it's okay to say, Candace. I don't think I'm the right person for you or the right company, but I wish you the best and sometimes even refer them to someone. Yeah. So, yeah, understanding their needs versus their wants. Excellent. Well, thank you for taking a few moments with me today. My pleasure. so excited to have you here with me today make sure you pull the mic close okay so we have stephanie goodwin klein here with me this morning with the glamour shop in downtown brownwood welcome thank you miss candace thank you for having me yeah well you know we're talking about small business week coming up in may um and i know that you've been a small business owner here for how many years 
Well, we started in 1951, so I wasn't. Wow. <laughs> so my grandmother and great grandmother started in 1951 with a children's store. Yes. So uh, we are a family business. So my mom, my aunt, my dad, everybody has always been in the business. Dad took a short, you know, brief time away mm-hmm. during some of those transitions we're going to talk about later. But um Anyway, in 1961, they opened the ladies' store. So we've just been doing this a long time. This is all we know. So it's a group effort, a team effort. So I'm not solely in charge. Right, right. Well, you're representing. It'll be our 70th year in October. Man. And that's a milestone here in Bramlett. You know, um, we see a lot of stores come and go. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say that, but, you know, y'all have had longevity uh, here. Um, and so it's it's because of your great customer service, I'm sure. And because of just familiar, you know, people being familiar with your product and what you mm-hmm. offer. So what are some things that you offer there at the Glamour Shop? We have, for those that don't know, mm-hmm. we have ladies clothing store. We mm-hmm. sell apparel accessories footwear we have some little atomy thing or gifty things Mm -hmm. that we offer for our customers to to do and give at gift time different Mm -hmm. seasonal things so let's see we offer tuxedo rentals which right now we are in the deep deep part of that yeah this weekend so today is when we get our load of tuxes in and start calling kids to come in and get them tried on and wedding season too so spring is always busier it's the busiest time. So yeah. We're getting everybody ready for all their end of school events, uh, even end of year. I mean, a lot of people celebrate and do their, like our chamber thing uh-huh. be in mm-hmm. the summer this time, but it's always an end of a school year time. So it's a busy spring. It's just really busy. <laughs> that has to be exciting to see all the young kids come up and oh, get yeah. their tuxedos and their prom dresses. And, and they try to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, we can have some crazy little concoctions that are going on. <laughs> but we get it together and make them look great. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure you've seen, um, you know, a different styles throughout the years that you didn't think would come back that have come yeah, back. I have a story. I do have a story on that one. When I was growing up, you know, I was, wasn't there full time. Right. Growing up, I'd be like, oh, mom, I want to wear this prom dress because we used to do prom dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would go, oh, honey, those styles will change, you know, <laughs> before you before you get there. And they and they so have. Yeah. And also I've seen them also now come back around. So yes. At some point in your life, you will see that. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the 80s come back. <laughs> but you see it. Yes. And, and the different dyed colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's back. <laughs> so you say it's a team effort. How many people currently work at the store? We have four full-time mm-hmm. and two part-time. Okay. So seasonally, you know, it just depends on right. when we pull those little extra people in. But yeah, it's a, it's definitely a group effort. Awesome. So what would you say is something truly unique about your business? Well, we're family owned mm-hmm. and operated. So that gives people... We have built relationships through the years, mm-hmm. and so they're not just customers; they're friends. Yeah, and a small and a small community. So, most I would say the most unique thing would be that the personal relationship that we have, mm-hmm. and that a customer can come in and get personal personalized attention. Yeah, 
and each customer has different needs and we I mean we're spot on with what we do they'll call up and say hey I need this for this and I'll either say I'll text you some pictures or you they'll drive by they'll select what they want and then say okay I'm going to pick up the rest take them home so we're I mean mm-hmm. we're that personal that they don't just have to come in and try on clothes we're personal shoppers for people we yeah. deliver we do whatever we have to do and then this year like we were talking with yes. COVID, we have really amped all that up mm-hmm. so. and you know i think a lot of businesses have had to amp up sides of their business that they didn't realize that you know that they could utilize like right. social media and right. you know selling things online exactly. uh, and delivery you know that's right. been a big thing that we've heard but about start to finish yeah so you come in we alter we send it out to be altered, but we it comes back and That's nice. the whole complete thing is done and they don't have to worry about it. Like a personal yeah. shopper. Exactly. I need one of those. <laughs> I need a personal shopper and I also need a makeup artist. There you go. So I don't have to do it in the morning. <laughs> Like most people walk into work or tell, tell yes. people walk in and say, okay, I'm here. Do me. I need my glam get, squad. Get the hair, makeup, everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Short of that, <laughs> we do the rest of it. Well, good. We can go get our makeup done somewhere else and have the outfit um, delivered. Exactly. <laughs> So you, you're not the sole owner, but, you know, as a business owner, what is something like a daily mantra that you tell yourself um, or something that you live by? Well, we always put God first. Yes. Faith is a big part of our lives and it's really all about the customer. Mm-hmm. And if you once you realize that, I mean, we wouldn't be here if it weren't. So it's that our mantra is customer service, customer service, customer service. Yes. It's one, two and three. I mean, because if if you don't have that, you don't stand apart. And that's what I think that's why we've been doing this as long as we have is because that is what we do. And we do it at the very best we can. So that's our number one, two and three. Awesome. Well, to be a customer there, you know that you're taken really good care of. So that's good. So what have been some highlights during your time running this business? And, you know, think of any story you might want to share about that. Okay, so highlights considered to me to be rewarding as well. Mm-hmm. What's the most rewarding? And years ago, and she still, this lady still shops with us, but years ago, she um, she was a state representative's wife. And she would come, and they, they had events and functions everywhere. And she would say, anywhere I've been, everybody asks me where I get my clothes and who dresses me. And she said, you'd just be... Like you wouldn't believe it, but there's this little shop in Brownwood, Texas that <laughs> takes care of me in all those areas. And all of our customers, I mean, all most of our customers will come back and have a story that I went to this and I got rave reviews over what I what I, what I was wearing. And she's like, whether well, they're in Houston, I mean, it's just such a it's a small world. All roads lead back to Brownwood, you know, and are here or just word them out. Yeah, yeah. And people come from all over and say, hey, I need this. And then once we develop that relationship with them, mm-hmm. then we ship to them. I mean, that came in really handy during COVID, too, because we still have our customer file. I mean, we make calls, touch base with them. And then they're like, oh, we have a lady from Florida that comes to visit a sister in the summer. And we called her. She's like, yes, I'd love to have y'all ship me some things. So nice. Colorado. I mean, (laughs) there's just different places, but all of them have had some connection to Brownwood, obviously, that has uh, developed that relationship with them. So so that's the most the highlights of our 
of what we do. Yeah. Well, to be in business for 70 years is what you're telling me. Almost, yeah. Almost 70 years. <clears throat> you have to have those relationships and sure. really that not only builds your clientele, but it builds like their, you know, trust. their trust and respect in the community. Right. You know, mm-hmm. people um, see you as um, a high-end store because you're taking right. care of right. each customer exactly. in a high-end way. So, yeah, that's excellent. So, you know, failure is inevitable. <laughs> we all have faced. Especially in this. Yes. Damn it. That we've. Yes. <laughs> this past year and a half have been, you know, a struggle for a lot of people. Um, And, you know, failure comes in a lot of different ways. So how have you overcome moments of failure in your business? Um, You have any sh- yeah, stories to share? Well, we started out, as I said, in the children's business and then later added the ladies uh, apparel to that. Then my grandmother in the 80s, I think early 80s, she had expanded. So each time a building came available in our block that Mm -hmm. we were in, she would buy the building. And then we expanded to be pretty much an independent department store. Yeah. So we had gifts, crystal, uh, towels, bedding, I mean, all of it Mm -hmm. on top of clothing. And that just got to after the oil boom in the eighties was on the dip or the oil was in decline. It wasn't booming like it was. Um, my mom and dad had got it, got in there and just said, you know, we've got to work on some of these departments that are suffering. And they, we just kind of got out of that business, regrouped mm-hmm. and condensed things. And that worked for us. It, um, but you in retail, you, there's always something evolving. I mean, it, you just got to go with the, you know, change, yeah. roll with the times and see what's happening. And so that, that worked. Um, then in the, let's see, the other adjustment that we made was in the early 2000s, we finally decided to kind of phase out the children's business. Mm. People didn't, I think, with more women working outside the home from when we started that you should people didn't dress their children like they typically did because they were at daycare yeah they weren't at daycare in those beginning of our time yeah yeah started so those things evolve and we just roll with it and change and so all that's work i mean it's work because we're still here but it's always adjusting yes to the times and what's going on so and, you know, it's but, like letting go sometimes, you know, because well, you have an because, idea. Because it is hard. Yeah. When that's where you started. Mm-hmm. And so many stories of people coming in. Oh, you're, Lonnie dressed my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Lonnie, uh, he dressed me. I love bringing my kids in. And those kids brought their kids. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. It's generational. For, yeah, it's generational <laughs> for sure. But the one thing that's never changed is our relationship with our customers mm-hmm. and the customer service factor of it so you have that trust with them they're going to come support you you excellent yeah and usually when you explain we have to make this change for these reasons people are pretty cool about it um I've come to know that at least um so throughout your time what's you know we say two cents what's the best piece of advice that someone has given you it's my mom Mm -hmm. We work, we work together every day and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade for it. (laughs) Um, the best two cents. And I've repeated this to numerous people. Keep your eye on the ball. Yeah. That is her. And it's so true. I mean, that's, she, she'll go, Stephanie, now we don't need to get distracted with the rest of this, (laughs) you know, these things going on around us. We've got to focus on what matters, what we're here for. And so 
and that's in life. You can yeah. get caught up in so many different things that that distract us from what our whole purpose is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, does that really matter? No, let's just stay focused on what we're doing and what our purpose is, and we'll we'll get through this. And it's it it's so right. So that's one thing that she keeps reiterating, and I repeat to other people when they come to me and they're like, oh, this, that, and I'm like. Keep your eye on the ball. Yeah. You know, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Keep just stay focused and don't all this other side business, you know, yeah. keep, just stay focused. And sometimes we just need that encouragement and someone to reiterate that to us, you know, that definitely it's all gonna be okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just keep your eye on the ball. I played softball, so you have to keep that. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll get it. Exactly. <laughs> In more ways than one. Exactly. Yeah. So we, yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's so true in just life itself. And besides business, it's true. It's a staple thing that we go by. <laughs> okay. So I know that you have helped the local community in a lot of different ways, or the Glamour Shop has, right. you know, as a business. But what are some ways that your business helps the local community? We have done several things with different organizations and we're not like toot our own horn people so um but we have always through the decades Mm -hmm. have done and helped in different ways yes um and then also making our women look professional and great and in that the city and public setting so yeah um but it's always nice to be able to give back when we possible when we can possibly do that but um and but, you know, even important. setting the fashion trends in, in the city is is a, a major feat. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, you were talking about it earlier, but it's interesting to think about the shift in the workforce and the female influence and what the uniform used to be, what the, mm-hmm. you know, right. you talked about the dresses and the pumps and how that right. has tried, that has changed over well, the years. Such a more casual society. Yes. Even though I'm still, because this is ingrained in me and this is what we've done all our lives. I do think people need to bump it up a little bit in their life and dress accordingly because you see people, I've seen people at events that really should be more dressed than they are. Yeah. But, in because in the times where we when we started this it was pumps and dresses every day mm-hmm. and i mean and now we're waiting on those women that have ruined their feet yeah from being in that dress so <laughs> so to you yeah. know, I, I do understand that too but we we're on our feet a lot of hours a yeah. day and so you do have to wear take care of your feet and yeah. treat them nicely because that's the only pair you've got that's your foundation <laughs> it's, it's, it's so true it is it's so true if your feet don't feel good nothing feels good right right so, yeah it works we, all the way we up mm-hmm. we, we keep evolving because things have changed in our dress and our fashion so mm-hmm. that's something that we've obviously transitioned through too so, right yeah, very true. and you know i've always been taught dressed for the position you want dress for dress for success dress for you know, how you want the world to right. see you, right. you know, exactly. um, and that's important to take, you know, mm-hmm. time and, and um, care into that. So what would be your advice to someone looking to start their own business here in Brownwood or maybe anywhere? There's a lot of advice, but I've tried to narrow it down <laughs> to just a few things. Um, our faith is a lot 
it's a lot to us and our family and God is taking care of us through all these different transitions and daily, but keep the Lord first, mm-hmm. know your purpose. Mm-hmm. You've got to have, you've got to know that to have desire to chase after what that is. Um, your goals, which I think kind of can be the same, a little bit of the same thing, uh, you have to have a strong work ethic. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to put the, the, your skin in the game. It's yeah. in there. And yeah. so you've got to be dedicated to that strong family and friends support. Mm-hmm. Because without that, we wouldn't, if we didn't have each other as a team and a family, we wouldn't be here. I, yeah. I know that it takes all of us. We, I'm the hands, he's the feet, you know, he's the feet, you're the legs, you're the brain. I mean, we have, we work, we function as a whole, but we can't do it without each other. Yeah. So, and you, in my opinion, you have to have people skills. Oh, yes. There are times when working with the public that it is hard. Yes. It's it's really challenging, Mm -hmm. but you have to have people skills to do, to put yourself out there and to sell yourself because you are, and that's the last thing I have. You have to sell yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll buy what you're doing if you if they're sold on you. Right. So right. that was my last final advice. Very good. Mm-hmm. Integrity means a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. And um I just, you know, I'm always very excited to hear when people call the chamber and they're like, Hey, you know, there's this little mm-hmm. shop downtown and I'm like, the glamour shop? And they're like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> You know, they just want more information about it because they've heard from someone else or seen an awesome outfit somewhere and they want to they want to get to you, Mm -hmm. you know, with that broaden those things. Yes. I have so many people during COVID that wanted us to be online. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, we we are as far as social media, but well, in a pinch, I thought this that would help you. And I'm like, yes, but you don't realize what all that goes into. Right. It's a separate inventory, a whole different thing yes that take putting that on blind is a whole big expense mm-hmm. so there's a lot more to it than there's I think, shipping costs and all of it I mean, then it's like the it's credit card business. charges yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a whole nother yes so business where, behind that mm-hmm. yeah that's where there's a lot more to it for those from the outside looking in it may seem easy but it's it's a whole different yeah whole different can of worms too. yeah so. And it's a different type of customer service. You know, just, you're very much face to face. Yeah, connected. Sure. And then y'all did some uh, fashion shows. Yes, I saw them did. on the Facebook. We did. It's been business has been so busy. Mm-hmm. I haven't had time to do do that this this season, but we'll we'll start back. Get back once to it. Calm down a little bit. Yeah. Well, I liked watching them. Yeah. And it, it exposes people to what we have that wouldn't know otherwise. So. Right. Yeah. So it's been a, it's a nice tool. I just haven't. There's not enough of us right now to, to do that. It takes it takes a lot. It takes a lot <laughs> for sure, as you know. Yes. All this new technology stuff. It's like, well, do I have this set up? Oh, you can't hear that. You know, we're exactly. all learning together. <laughs> Thank you for taking time to speak with me today. And um, where can they find you on social media? We are Glamour Shop Downtown Brownwood. Mm-hmm. That's on our Facebook page. On Instagram, it's Glamour at its best. Obviously, Glamour Shop was taken, so we went with Glamour at its best. And I like that one better, anyways. (laughs) Because we we feel like we do what we do well. Yes, that's um, that's why we chose that. But yes, any and then we have a group page within our Facebook page that you can join to, and then we 
you get like the first announcements or first introductions to different things that we have. So yeah, Very that's good. that's a great way a to VIP page. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we're sitting here with Todd Kirk, and he's with Brownwood Funeral Home. We're so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for coming by the office and speaking with me. Yes, ma'am. Anytime. So we're talking about Small Business Week. Um, This is uh, the first week in May. We celebrate small businesses in our community. And, you know, of course... Small businesses come in a lot of different packages. Um, tell me a little bit about your business and when your business opened. Uh, well, my mother uh, first opened this business in, uh, I want to say, 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started out in Coleman and then eventually moved our way to Brownwood. She always wanted a location on the north side of Brownwood. So that's where, that's where we're at now. Yeah. You like that location? Yes, ma'am. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> What's interesting about it? It's just the people. Uh, you know, we have people, you know, it's, uh, in a nice area where there's a lot of traffic that goes by. So, you know, we have people that stop by quite a bit, you know, just to ask about us and, you know, our services and things of that nature. So you get to meet quite a few people in the area. Yeah. So what are some services and products that you do offer? Um, there's quite a few. Uh, we also have, uh, you know, pre-needs uh, and need services. We have an urn selection. We do have a crematory there on site. Uh, so we're able to accommodate any type of service that any family would, you know, want to have for their loved ones. So, uh, you know, we have some of some of everything, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure you've seen it all in your time uh, in the funeral home, funeral business. What's been the most unique service that you've seen that you've offered a family? You, you really can't put, you know, the most unique. Um, you know, we, we really pay attention to detail mm. when it comes to, to our families. Um, you, you know, I, I really can't put a, a specific anything you know because uh you know so much detail that goes into it it could be someone's favorite shoe someone's favorite sock you know might not mean much to you or to someone else but to me and to that family that that one pair of shoes or that one picture makes it unique you know to that family you know so it you really can't say which service is you know unique they're just tailor-made for each individual, huh? Yes. <clears throat> That's nice. So how many employees do you currently have? Uh, well, with our different, you know, we have multiple locations. So I would say roughly 25, 30 employees, you know, with our different locations that, that all play a major role with helping, you know, with, with everything that needs to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. So we do have, you know, quite a few employees. And how many locations do you have? Three. Three. Yeah. Uh, Brownwood, Abilene, and one inside, well, outside the Lubbock area. 
Okay. So do y'all help each other out if y'all have larger events or funerals that you have to cover? Right. Yeah, that's nice. As a business owner, and you know, you're you're sharing this business, right? It's not just, you're not the sole owner, right? Well, I don't look at myself as an an owner. Being okay. my mom, you know, started this, mm-hmm. this business, I, I look more of myself as a, or her personal office manager, I guess to say, you know, okay. it, it keeps me, keeps me humble, yeah. you know, so I don't look at myself as the business owner. Okay. Well, what's a mantra that you say to yourself or a motto that you live by every day in this role? Uh, mother used to always say, keep God first, be honest with your dealings and treat everyone like family. So that's the... I remember her saying that when she first opened. So that's that's the every day at Brownwood Funeral Home. That's that's really what it is. Excellent. Well, that's an excellent legacy to live um, to keep alive. So during your time of running the business, I know you have plenty of stories to share. Mm-hmm. What's What's a highlight? What's something that has happened over the years that you view as a reward or a highlight from performing in this role? Meeting the families, bonding with these families, mm-hmm. chicken and cakes, <laughs> <laughs> chicken and cakes. And what I mean by that, um, you know, you, you know, they say, um, you know, mom always said treat everyone like family. We was, we was raised like that. That's, that isn't a, a business thing, you know? So when you walk through those doors, you know, it's like instant family, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, you know, talking with them, likes, dislikes, and at the same time, they get to know who we are. I have a soft spot for, for William's Chicken. <laughs> and it wasn't too long ago, I get, you know, received a phone call, hey, where you at? You know, I have some chicken, you know, so it, it's just really a highlight is just really being able to meet these families. And, and, and when they come in, it's not a case number or someone's, you know, checkbook. You know, we're really helping this family when they don't know what what to do. And, yeah. a high, you know, a highlight is, you know, they trust us to to do that, even though they may not know us, but they're like totally putting their trust in us that we'll do the right thing and and treat them right. So that mm-hmm. that will help keep us keep us motivated. Awesome. So failure is inevitable in any business. Um, have how have you overcome moments of failure? Keep pushing. Keep pushing. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing else to it. Mm-hmm. You know, keep keep pushing. I mean, you're gonna fail. You don't. You don't appreciate success unless you fail. You have to fail to succeed. So, you know, just embrace them. You know, look forward to failure because you can't succeed without failing. So you just have to look forward to it. You know, what's that saying? You know, you fall down 50 times, get up 51 times. Right. So that's, that's just what it. That's just what it is. What it is. Keep pushing. Keep your head up. Keep it pushing. Keep pushing. I think that might be my mantra. I say that to myself about three or four times a day. <laughs> Keep it pushing. Everyone quit. Anyone can quit. Right. Anyone can quit. But I mean, just like when I'm talking to kids, you know, you never, you never know anyone to line up in a race, and when they shoot that gun to start, 
how can you win if you just sit there? You know, so you have to run. You have to, you yeah. just have to. Yeah. You know, so that's just one of those things. Keep pushing. <laughs> so what has been the best two cents or piece of advice that someone has given you over the years? Sleep is a luxury. Sleep when you can. Mm. Dad has been, I don't know why, but that has kept us going. Because I, I remember one, one week. I had four hours of sleep that entire week. So I had always heard and watching my father work the way he did growing up um, for the first 18 years of my life. I only seen him sleep two or three hours a day. And wow. Going off to school, band director used to always say sleep is a luxury. <laughs> and when I first went to Mortuary School, I don't know this guy, where he's from or what. But I walked in. He said, sir, you sure you want to do this? I was like, yes, sir. Just sleep when you can. Mm. And I never knew what that meant until that week hit. And so uh, <laughs> sleep is a luxury. Sleep when you can. Okay. That's very good. <laughs> so it's kind of like four cents. You put two two cents together from two different spots in life. Right, right. It's cool. So what are some ways that your business helps uh, the local community, other than the services that you offer as a business, do you give back in any way? Or are there some organizations that you work with? Our service doesn't end with with a burial mm -hmm. or our cremation. You know, our, our our work is is a lot deeper than that. You know, my ancestors came here on a trail ride. You know, my grandfather being in Houston. You know, served on the city council. My mother ran for city council. But she didn't win, but she still won in my book. <laughs> you know, all the work that my parents have done in the community for, from foster homes to pastoring. You know, so it, it, it means a lot to, to serve Brown County. You know, we're not just from Brownwood, we're from Brownwood. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's, it's personal to serve this community and, and to serve whoever calls our phone, you know, and <clears throat> there's been times where an elderly couple, you know, they'll lose a spouse. So just with making arrangements with them, you know, they will make a, a small comment like, well, who's going to cut my grass or who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? You know, we'll take care of everything and kind of let things smooth out. But there have been times where we reach out to that family. Hey, is it okay if I come cut your grass or whatnot? You know, so we try to be that emotional support, mm. you know, type yeah. person, you know. Uh, so it goes a lot deeper than just burying someone or going through the process. You know, we're really someone who cares and wants to do whatever we can to make this process easier for, for the family. Yeah. So what would be your advice to someone looking to start their own business in Brown County or beyond? Don't give up. <laughs> Don't give up. I mean, a business, looking at a business, it has to be something that you like doing, regardless of the business. You know, if you're going into business trying to make money, you're not going to make it. Mm. You just... You're just not. It has to be something that you love doing. So if you don't receive a single dime, you're okay to do it. If it's something that you dream about, you have to remember it's your dream. Nobody is sleeping in your dream. It's your dream. You're going to have family members, friends, 
everyone that's doubting your dream. It's your dream. You're going to lose sleep, lose appetite, lose friends. <laughs> you know, but it's your dream. So if you're chasing your dream, it's for you to understand and nobody else. You know, if, if your friends want to help out, good. If not, it's your dream. So you just set your mind to it and go get it. And, you know, and if there's anything I can do to help, let me know. <laughs> you know, if I can fit it, if I can fit it in, we'll, we'll help in any kind of way. If, we, if we're here to serve this community, point blank. Excellent. Well, thanks for taking time with me today. You made it through 10 questions. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so nervous. Well, you did well. Um, so how can we reach you or get a hold of you in case we need your services? Well, we're at 2512 Bell Plain. Uh, the phone number is 325-646-5551. Uh, you can call anytime. Um, we have someone answering the phone 24-7. So if you just have random questions, feel free to call. If you just want to call just to say hello, feel free to call. We'd like to hear from you, not just on a death call, but right. just to know, you know, who's in the community. If you have any questions, you know, just call and we'll do whatever we can to help help out. Excellent. Thank you so much for taking your time today. Thank you for listening today. We'll be back next month with another podcast highlighting Brownwood's stories of success and survival in the current business climate.